I'm Kaylee. I'm Alan. And this is the Split Take Podcast. Muffler men. Muffler men. Muffler men. Muffler man. Muffler men. Men. Men, plural men. Men. They're tall. They're buff. They're a little bit creepy. Yeah. They're made out of fiberglass. And they are <laughs> everywhere. Where are the muffler men? There are 180 muffler men remaining in the United States. Really? There are eight in Oklahoma. Okay. There are 17 within road trip distance from us. And then another one, two, three, four, five, six that would be like an overnight trip. Yeah. We're talking about Oklahoma Vacations Part 2. Part 2. It's our first ever Part (laughs) 2. So what's a muffler man? It's like the sign muffler muffler man. man. No. Okay. Let me see. Are men made out of mufflers? No, they're usually holding a muffler. Okay. But sometimes they're holding like an axe, like if they're the Paul Bunyan type. Oh, I got you. I got you. They're usually like 20-something feet tall. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere. All right. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I have kind of become obsessed with the muffler man. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Um, Other than that, I think they look super cool. So in Oklahoma, there's... One in Winnowood, mm-hmm. one in Tulsa, yeah, one in Oktaha, Hotchatown, Hotchatown, Grove. Actually, mm-hmm. there's two in Grove. Mm-hmm. Calumet, yeah, and Aline. Yeah, the Aline one used to be in Enid. What? It got, it got moved from Enid to Aline. They stole to Bud our Salvage. muffler man. I'm very familiar. It's a Paul Bunyan. It it's is a Paul, a Paul Bunyan. Bunyan. It used to stand in front of a lumber yard on the east side of Enid. Yeah. Stole our muffler man. Yep. Yep. I didn't realize it was called a muffler man. Muffler though. man. There are some in Texas. There's mm-hmm. one in Gainesville, Sherman, Denton. There's two in Dallas. The one in Amarillo is the one I'm familiar with. Okay. That was my first experience with a muffler man. Because mm-hmm. it's the guy that stands outside of uh, the steakhouse. Yeah. What is that place called? Yeah, Big that... Texan. Okay. The Big Texan Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Do you like the 72 ounce steak? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's three in in Kansas, mm-hmm. Wichita, Hutchinson, and Dodge City, and I've seen is, one in Dodge City too. Was it primarily a middle of the United States phenomenon then? No, I mean, okay, no. so like all over. They're all over. Okay, there's some in Canada and a couple in Mexico too. Okay, so it's just it was a mid-century way of great gaining attention, I guess. I okay, so the first muffler man, according to Mufflerman.com. <laughs> Anyways, was made by Bobby Lee Pruitt. Uh-huh. And it's a rodeo rodeo cowboy in Lawndale, California. In 1958, Okay. he he made a horse trailer, put a fiberglass horse on it, and then that helped to sell the, mm-hmm. the trailer. So more people wanted to buy the horse than the trailer, so he did a little pivot and started selling fiberglass animals. You know those big steers that sit outside like the stockyards? Yeah. 
Yeah, he, yeah. he started making those. So then in 1962, he gets a request for a giant-sized fiberglass lumberjack from the Paul Bunyan Cafe in Flagstaff, Arizona. Mm -hmm. So he hires Bill Swan to design it, and then he makes a 21-foot-tall Paul Bunyan holding a giant axe, and that was the very first ever muffler man. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, he still stands in Flagstaff mm -hmm. today. He sold his business, including the bunion mold, because he, I mean, he preferred real horses to fiberglass horses, and uh, sold it to Steve Dashu in 1963, and then Steve realized only a limited amount of businesses would want a lumberjack, so he's the one that had the idea to make it modifiable. So they've got the clean-shaven classic muffler man, who they usually hold mufflers, a cowboy, an Indian, and an astronaut. Hmm. What? I just read this thing about the Paul Bunyan in Alleen, Oklahoma. Uh -huh. I don't think it's still there. What? It says, towering fiberglass statue supervised a junkyard with his mighty axe in Alleen. Before that, a lumber business in Enid. But currently, he's in storage in New Jersey. He was sold and transported to New Jersey. He stole our yeah. muffler well, they didn't man. Steal it. They, they bought him. So, Paul Bunyan, yeah. Yeah. They're just meant to be attention getters, though. Yeah, they are. Uh, there used to be a big a big one, in, a big steer in it. There used to be the Sirloin Stockade in it with a big, big steer statue. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that thing went. There's a female version of the Muffler Man, mm -hmm. the Uniroyal Gal, um, and uh, there's not as many of them as the Muffler Man, but they did make a few of those. There's a golden driller. Are you familiar with the golden driller? The golden driller in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Yep. So pretty much my goal here mm -hmm. is to uh, visit all of the muffler men and then maybe eventually the the Uniroyal gals. I just think they're neat. I just think they're really neat. Okay. The golden driller is probably your closest and most for sure bet. He's 75 feet tall. I don't think he classifies as a muffler man. He's okay. he's he's something Only different. Only because he's not made out of fiberglass? Yes. Yep. Oh. And he wasn't made to uh he wasn't he wasn't made to uh, advertise a store. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that by definition is what constitutes a muffler man. Okay. All right. Yeah. They made all kinds of stuff, though. Mm -hmm. Looks like they made uh, the Texaco Big Friends. Um, they kind of look like, you know the commercials with the Maytag guy? Yeah. That's what the Big Friends look like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They are, Well, you kind of. The Texaco guys that used to run out and check the oil and yeah. your tires and wait on you. had the hat. Yeah, you're right. They kind of do like the, like the Maytag man. They look like the Maytag. I feel sorry man. for that guy. I mean, spending all day inside a washing machine. Yeah, that's pretty gross, it's actually. Weird. It's weird. Uh, looks like they had a special trailer that would tilt to set them up on their feet. Uh, there's a there's a football playing giant in Greensburg, Pennsylvania, which I think is pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of all I got on the 
On the muffler men. Roadside America has an entire article on muffler men. Roadsideamerica.com. So roadsideamerica.com mm-hmm. is my new favorite thing. <laughs> if I was Oprah, this would go on my favorite thing. All list. right. Yeah. They have an app. And you do have to pay for their app, but $10 gets you the entire app. Like, it's not a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. And I may or may not have purchased this app and used it several times and also recommended it to several friends. It's pretty cool. It's got all kinds of stuff on there. Our very own Shark Bridge is on there. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think they call it the Shark Bridge. I think they call it like the Truck Eating Monster The Truck bridge. Eating Monster I'd, I honestly think it might only be my family and I that call it the Shark Bridge. I don't know, but it's crazy. Yeah. They've got all kinds of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. They did not have Simpsons on there. So I'm gonna we're going to have to remedy that and add Simpsons to that. We should. Yeah. It wouldn't be that hard. We just have to go and take pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get them some attention. I think that... Uh, this is the perfect place to go and plan your road trips if you're mm-hmm. like me and you like tacky side of the road stuff. Yeah. For example, in Wall, South Dakota, thanks to this website, I now know they have a 40-foot tall jackalope. There you go. In there's have you ever you're not as old as I am, but have you ever been someplace you have a childhood memory of a place that seems bigger than it actually was like you you remember it, and it seems so huge, and you go back and look at it as an adult going, oh, oh, Yeah, oh. so there's a place in Rapid City, <laughs> South Dakota, uh-huh. and it is called Storybook Island. And yeah. I had every single one of my birthday parties at Storybook Island mm-hmm. from, like, since I could walk till I was seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And then I went back for my 22nd or 23rd birthday to have it there. And it's not at all like I remembered it. Right. Everything looks the same, mm-hmm. just shrunken. Yeah. My kids my kids had a great time. It was a little bit bittersweet for me because it just it wasn't what I remembered it. Mm-hmm. In my head, it was like Disneyland. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. When I was a child, I remember vaguely going to this... In my now, this is what I remember. Okay, I remember going to a, I guess, Indian reservation theme park, for a lack of a better description. I okay. remember this is the this is a memory of a child. Okay, it doesn't mean it makes any sense. And there's a picture of me, an old black and white Polaroid of me riding a cow, uh, riding a horse, in a cowboy outfit. It was a fake horse, fiberglass horse. Uh-huh. And then there's another one of my sister riding a, a fiberglass buffalo. And there's a there 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 were teepees and Native American things to do in my brain. I remember it. And I even bought a a carved wooden wolf that had been hand carved by a Native American. I was like, this is so cool. So during the pandemic few years ago back when everybody was like couldn't go anywhere my wife and i we we did day trips we just we'd like sometimes we'd just get in the car and drive around because it's like okay we can't we don't we can't go anywhere but nobody says we can't drive right yeah so we went to like parks and most parks were closed as far as 
admissions. You just drive in, going. There's nobody here tells us we can. It's not gate. It's not padlocked. Mm-hmm. And so we visited several parks along the way. And one of the trips, we were just cruising across western Oklahoma, and out of nowhere, I'm driving down the, the highway, and I see this this place, and I'm like, this looks really familiar. We pull in. It was like it was a, it was a travel stop on I-40 between Oklahoma City and Weatherford, where the glass TP is. Yeah. Right? Everybody knows where that's at. Yeah. I pull up there because we're just we're getting something to eat, and I stopped and I go in there. We go in the shop, and I'm like, "Oh my God, this is the remembrance of the Native American theme park." <laughs> it was a, <laughs> it gas, was a station. gas station, <laughs> and my brain and and out back, I could see where the where the old horse and buffalo had been that I took pictures of. Mm-hmm. It was a KOA campground, a travel. It was a, literally a travel stop on I-40 West. Yeah. And I'm sure back in the Route 66 days, it probably was one of those places that had, because the glass teepee is actually part of the travel stop. Mm-hmm. It's magnificent. It's, it's cool. It's pretty cool. And and even the, and as I'm in there looking at the, I, I, that's when I realized, because I remember standing in front of the Woodens Carving Statues display, and I'm like, and I looked at the lady that worked the place and went, oh, my God, I was here as a child. <laughs> she thought I was crazy. But that's what it brought back was that little hand carving of that wolf slash coyote. Huh. And it's right next to Red Rock Canyon in Oklahoma. There's just down the road. There's where Red Rock Canyon is. You know one place that did hold up what? in my memories? Mm-hmm. Casa Bonita. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, as a child, yeah. Casa Bonita was, like, terrifying and super duper cool and it was like it yeah. was like being transported to another world <laughs> for dinner was it the little flag you put up when you needed more rolls no it okay. was the di- the dragon that you could mm-hmm. walk through the dragon and then you'd push on the the skull in there and it would light up and make a scary <laughs> okay. sound that gave me okay. nightmares for yeah. like a long time yeah i visited Casa Bonita in college and was like, this place is awesome. Mm-hmm. This place is exactly like my mind had been picturing it all those wow. years. That was one place that my brain was like, this mm-hmm. place is amazing. And my brain was correct. That place is amazing. Are there coolest thing, not necessarily the best vacation, but one of the coolest moments I've ever had traveling. And I've told you this a little bit, I think off the air a million years ago, when when Frank when Frank Keating was the governor of Oklahoma, he did a media tour of of Route 66, mm-hmm. and he called all the media companies in Oklahoma, and all of us went to Oklahoma City, and he had somebody in the tourism department, the department Oklahoma Department of Tourism, had gathered all these Corvettes, these old mid century just like the the Corvette like the convertible Corvettes mm-hmm. that ride like a go kart. I mean they're old and rough. And we went from Oklahoma City to northeast Oklahoma all the way to the Missouri line where that McDonald's is over the top of the of, of the interstate. Oh, yeah. That's where we stopped. But we traveled all of northeast Oklahoma in Corvettes on Route 66, which was a – there was a show about that in the 60s, about Route 66, where yeah. these guys traveled it in their, in their Corvette. So we did this huh. thing. But we traveled all northeast Oklahoma. We saw the Blue Whale. 
which in, which is just outside of Tulsa and Catoosa, and and we we did all of the things along Route 66, including that McDonald's. That's I think that's Vanita. Yeah, that McDonald's is cool. But um, anyway, as far as memories, uh-huh. that was pretty cool. Cool. Will Rogers Museum is there, in Bartlesville. Because Bartlesville, yeah. So if you haven't done the Route 66 thing, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's not necessarily a day trip either. I mean, it goes from Chicago to L.A., but my Oklahoma's got the most established re section. Yeah, the the the, the, the reimagined or renovated sections of Route 66. I we we went to a my friend and I went to Santa Santa Fe. Sorry, my brain shorted out. My friend and I went to Santa Fe. And that stays one of my favorite trips that I have ever taken. Mm-hmm. There's just so much to see there. We stayed in the Drury, which is in that old part of Santa Fe, and it's an old hospital. So there's that idea that your hotel might be a little bit haunted, which was super fun. We got to check out all of those old chapels and museums, and we had a really great time. That's cool. And then we went to Meow Wolf, of course. Mm-hmm. Which have you heard about Meow Wolf? No. Meow okay. Wolf. Is it Beowulf related? No. But okay. Meow Wolf is definitely worth the trip if you can make it. <laughs> it's the one in Santa Fe is an old bowling alley mm-hmm. that they have built a replica Victorian house inside of. And inside this house you can go through the refrigerator and end up in a space station. Yeah. Oh now I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. And it's or, a, yeah. it's amazing. I had the best time. It it's an old bowling alley, but mm-hmm. it feels so much bigger in there. We spent the whole day in there, and I recently learned that there's one in Denver, mm-hmm. uh, called the Convergence Station. That's an old railroad station. Yeah, and I want to go so bad. I'm gonna have to make a whole trip just for that. Wow, that would be a road trip. It's like an art place that you mm-hmm. can just crawl, like literally crawl through. You touch everything. Right, it's so fun. I've not been to any of those. We've looked at those. I think mm-hmm. didn't you know, we've looked at them online before. Yeah. 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 It's different. It's cool. It's different. I and mean, it's not bad difference. It's different. Yeah. It's it's cool if you like the idea of crawling through a fireplace and ending no, up in an enchanted r- forest. It's like a weird mansion. It's like it's like something out of a movie about your great uncle's mansion in Europe that you didn't know you had a part of, you inherited. And all of a sudden, it becomes the. The cool thing yeah, about it I, is, like it's yeah. In that one, you kind of play the part of a investigator, mm-hmm. like a like an Area Fifty One. So is it like type. an escape room? No, but um, you could walk through that room? and not one time interact with the storyline at all, okay. and still have a great time. Mm-hmm. But there is a storyline where you're trying to figure out what happened to the family that lived in this house and why. Their house has become this like portal to other uh, worlds. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. That is cool. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about the convergence station. Mm-hmm. It looks really neat. I don't know about the story that goes behind that, but I want to go. I want to go real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Think we're gonna have to make a a special trip for that one, like a weekend kind of thing. That there's a lot of just funky things. We talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but like. If you've never been to the Grand Canyon, you have to go to the Grand Canyon. Which, and I've never been to the Grand Canyon. You have to go. Even even the stuff that you talk about being from South Dakota, 
and and all of the and all of the majestic stuff. That, mm-hmm. The Grand Canyon is so big. Like I've been I've been to the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. I've been to I've been to Denver. I've been to Colorado Springs and those mountains. And 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 uh, you can literally take that Rocky Mountain range, tip it upside down, put it in the rock in the Grand Canyon, and the Grand Canyon would just giggle. It's oh massive. It's twenty five miles wide. And it's 250 miles, no, I should say, yeah, 25 miles wide and 250 miles long. And it's a mile and plus deep. It's huge. The Grand Canyon and the Hoover Dam are two things that I have it, always wanted to see. And of course they're see. connected because, I mean, yeah. And, and so, yeah, if you had that way, you know, like you could do the Las Vegas trip. You can yeah. head out to Las Vegas from here. And and stop by the Grand Canyon along the way, but there's um, a lot of really cool stuff here in Oklahoma to to go see too. Yeah, there are there are tons of things like a, the Red Rock Canyon I was describing uh-huh. on I forty. If you haven't been there, definitely. If you haven't been to Southeast Oklahoma, there's the the um, Arbuckles, the Arbuckle Mountains. That's south. Yeah. Southeast is the what well, they call it the Talamina Drive. Mm-hmm. It's between Talahena, Oklahoma, and Mena, Arkansas. Takes about two, three hours to drive. If you hit it right in the fall, you have some of the most beautiful drive. Huh. All of southeast Oklahoma is is mountainous and forest. And then all of northwest Oklahoma is plains and, and flat. And I'll tell you, if you've never as someone who lived out there, if mm-hmm. you've never been oh, out onto the plains it's like majestic that. It especially is. if you can go out and watch the sunset and yeah. then see the stars mm-hmm. when it gets fully dark yep it is unlike anything the sunsets out there are incredible and I, I live i grew up in northwest oklahoma the i mean mm-hmm. in between north central north it's the the, the that the weird transitionary period yeah that's where i'm from where it's not desert but it's not it's no longer the it's in between yeah and uh, you're right. Some of the biggest, biggest skies ever out there, and you can just get lost, literally. But um, for somebody that's never been out there, it's magnificent. Yeah. And if you, and then you, you look at it and you go, okay, the pioneers came across this. Eastern Oklahoma, it's like two different states in one. You've got yeah. Eastern Oklahoma with the trees, with the pioneers had to come through the tree belt. They called it the Black Jack Belt. Mm-hmm. It's across the Tulsa area. There used to be no road there, and it was nothing but Black Jack oak trees that they had to make their way through. It took them forever to get through the Black Jack Forest, like years. I think but, that Oklahoma's geographically way more diverse than <laughs> yes. most people realize. Because yeah. I think that western little strip of Oklahoma mm-hmm. is what most people picture Oklahoma yeah. as. It is it's, windswept, it's yep. dry, mm-hmm. it's flat. And that is a small fraction of what Oklahoma it's actually only, looks like. It's probably only about a quarter of it is set that way. Most of it's lush and green. Hilly. We're, it's there's actually hi- pretty yeah. hilly in there's, Oklahoma. Yeah, there's hills, not mountains. No. Hills. no. Until you get to southeast Oklahoma, eastern Oklahoma, there are actually what you would define as mountains. Small mountains, but mountains. Old mountains. Old they're, mountains. They're, they're yeah. really and then, round. And then you got the Black Mesa way out on the western end of the state which is another super cool place to visit (laughs) i've never been there really well i mean it's 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 a long way out there to the other end of the state of oklahoma it's a long way that's yeah it's a a solid i'm just saying you gotta there's 
it's not like a destination. Like you wouldn't plan a week-long vacation to see the Black Mesa, but no. it would be a place you would stop along the way. Sure. If yeah. you were if you were heading, you'd have I don't to know. you'd have to make a point. To Colorado, going, maybe. Yeah, if you were going, you could make it be a stop along the way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's worth checking out. I've heard uh, good things of things about it. I just have never been there. My hometown, yeah. has the world cow chip it, throwing contest. It's famous in April. Yeah, we've had people from all over the world come check this out. It's not a joke. I know. I'm not. I'm not joking. It is a world famous place. Beaver, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. In April. Yeah, is cow chip season. There's a fair. If you've never, if you've never been to a good old fashioned small town county fair, and even in 2023 they still do it. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, blue ribbons yeah. and everything. County fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got that. They also usually have amusement park rides, the really small ones, yeah. but they're out there. The carnival rides. Yeah, and they do. Uh, they do the cow chip. Does anybody not know what a cow chip is? Cow chip, if you don't cow know, patty. If you don't know what that is, it's something that they make with, with they cook them later in the day and they'll let you eat them if you want, the cow chips. They they grow wild out there. They pick them from the plains. They sure do pick them from the and plains. And they have a throwing contest with them. But if you're an outsider, big city kid, and you yeah, you should go and tell them when you get to Beaver, Oklahoma, that Kaylee sent you yeah. and that you want to eat a cow chip and see what they say. I would, I would recommend that. Please do all of that. Please. Yeah. Please do all of that. Yeah. Because I'll get a phone call. That town is small will. enough. Someone will I call me. And will. I'll get That'd to hear hilarious. about it. And yes. it would make me so happy. I, on the way to Beaver, Oklahoma, I grew up in, in the area of the Salt Plains National Wildlife Refuge, which is home to the Salt Flats, which is another destination for geologists worldwide. Mm-hmm. Each summer, I remember as a little kid, I would go out, be, be around the Salt Plains Lake area. And locals don't think of it as something that's very, oh, what would be the right word? It, 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 you wonder why people would want to come there because it's 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 a gigantic, it's a, it's a big muddy lake. And it's not very swimmable. In fact, it's not at all now. When I was a little kid, it barely was. But geographically speaking, or ge- yeah, uh, for geologists rather, it's the only place on the face of the planet where those salt crystals grow the way they do. The, did you know that? The d- yeah. gypsum hourglass only grows like that in northwest Oklahoma. Yeah. So people come from, I remember meeting a guy from India, and I'm like, you came to, you came here to do what? To dig salt crystals. He's like, no, really, this is the only place that geologists come here from all over every year because this is the, it's a location, it's like going diamond mining or exotic stones. It's considered an exotic Jim. It is super duper fun to dig for. Yeah. Uh, take a bucket. Uh, well, you take a bucket, take water, take lots of water, take sunscreen. You read you up dig- about it before you go out there because it's a salt flat. And if you dig it deep enough, and by deep enough, I mean any deeper than two feet. Yeah, it's not. It's going to fill up yeah. with water. Yep. That's and where they're at, just at the water line. So that's what we do when we go is we'll, we'll yeah. take some shade and we'll dig, we'll dig one hole about two and a half feet deep so mm-hmm. that it fills up with water plop the kid right in there yeah and then dig for salt crystals because mm-hmm. then you stay cool yeah you you could go i i don't think we talked about i thought of another place um down oh my gosh it's in southeast oklahoma um it is the largest elephant largest elephant sanctuary 
I think, in the world. In the world? Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's, if if I'm right, I think, I may be wrong. In Oklahoma? Yeah. It's, it's... um, In Hugo? Hugo. It's one of the, if not the large, it's one of the largest. Hugo, Oklahoma. Endangered Ark Foundation. It's, 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 it's got, you can, you can literally adopt an elephant. You don't get to keep it. You can sponsor an elephant. Huh. Did you find it? I did. I'm looking at it. Yep. And it's called the Endangered Ark Foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, They offer public tours on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's not an everyday thing. No. They also have private encounters where you can, you know, get up and meet them. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Isn't that cool? You didn't know. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. Where is Hugo? It's in southeast Oklahoma. And uh, it's one of those day trips. Hmm. Now you just learned something. I'm zooming out of there trying to figure. looking to see what the... It's it's in southeast Oklahoma. It is uh, $50 a person. Everybody knows where Durant is. Durant. McAllister. McAllister's to the north. Durant is to the west. It's literally... Uh, if you're from the Texas area, it's just northeast of Paris, Texas. Just north of Paris, Texas, along the Red River. It's the Red River Valley. Way down there. Not too far from Broken Bow. Not too far from Texarkana. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I still... So you learned something. I still would like to be sponsored by the Oklahoma Department of Tourism. I think I think the Oklahoma... We need... Yeah. I'm still, I'm still down for that. I am absolutely down for uh, Kaylee's adventures. Yes. And I suppose Klepper and Kaylee's just, adventures just if you must. You don't, I don't have to. Go. I'd stay back here and roll tape. Roll tape. <laughs> Where are you this week? I don't know, but it's dark here. Yeah. See, I am directionally challenged, mm-hmm. so I, I don't need a co-host as much as I need um, a chauffeur. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Did you know there was an ocean in Oklahoma? I, didn't, I don't know how I <laughs> got here. forever to get there. <laughs> it's weird. And they all, they all talk like they're from Louisiana. I don't know. 